0: This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back. Of course, Football Unfocused is here for your ears only. Well, technically not your ears only. It's a public podcast. Anybody can listen to it. And we appreciate everyone who does. I'm, of course, your host, Austin West, joined by my co-host, Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. Hello. Hello.
1: Um, welcome back, guys, um, to another great episode of Football and Focus. You know, we're going to talk about football and also unfocused. I don't know. What else? <laughs> he uses <his> football. I-, <laughs>
0: I wanted to see how long you just keep talking without me saying anything because you're not used to taking the lead. So I just wanted to see how long that would go on <laughs> <Yeah>. for. <laughs> that's my bad. I probably shouldn't put you in that situation. Oh, well. Nah, cool. Oh, well.
1: Always, always great.
0: But- what? As he said, the wonderful football podcast that's always unfocused is here and it is here Mm -hmm. to stay for one more season anyways. But we get into week four of the NFL to start off. This one, the biggest news came at the very beginning of the week. Who would have thought? But Tua Tungavailoa comes into play for the Dolphins on Thursday night after suffering that concussion on Sunday. People were already questioning it a little bit. We talked about it. Uh, Before that game came in, people were really surprised that he was going to be able to play in that game. And what do you know, Tua goes down early with another concussion and loses motor function as he's laying there on the ground. Stays conscious, but loses, again, motor function, uh, especially in his hands and his arms and his fingers. Um, So he had to be carted off. Did not return for the rest of the game. Is ruled out for this week, as he should be. But it's raised a lot of questions uh, about the NFL's concussion policy. In their protocol, as basically the NFL Players Association has opened up an investigation. I believe we talked about that last week as well. Uh, they have fired the independent doctor associated with Miami Dolphins that had checked Tua out uh, after Sunday's game. So he's been fired. They believe he had misdiagnosed multiple things uh, with Tua's concussion. So it'll be. So he's gone now. It'll be interesting to see if anything else comes out of it. Um, we will most likely see a policy change, uh, stuff like that. I mean, what do you want to add in on that, Lavelle? I mean, it's kind of a crazy it, thing that happened yeah, right away.
1: It was just a bad thing to see. Just Hey, we don't want that on Tua or anyone else because that's just not good to see at all, especially on TV and in a NFL game. And they game. kept going back so, to it. Yeah. They, they kept just going back to it, Talk too. to it the whole – talk about it the whole time, so, like
0: – Like, you can talk about it, but don't keep showing the clips of it. Yeah, it was just – Like, that's what a lot of people hate. Like, when somebody gets hurt or something, that's what the broadcast runs for the next, like, two, three minutes is just clips on clips on clips of the injury, when it happened, how it happened. And it's like sometimes you got to be like, you can't always show this much of it like mm. Tua was on the ground, obviously he loses motor function, so his hands are in front of his face, and you can see his fingers all kind of clenched up and out of place looking. Um, and they just kept cutting back to different views of that, and that's not always something you really you want to see out of uh, broadcast team or broadcasting when you're watching that. So mm. um, something I think pe- a lot of people don't like, but we haven't seen a change in that area uh, yet. Might not happen anytime soon, but. Again, this concussion protocol, protocol questions are going to be something we see through the rest of the year. Um, I think one of the most interesting things to come out of this, uh, the doctor, I forget his name, but he's from the movie Concussion. Uh, it's mm. where Will Smith plays him. Yeah, he was one of the I first remember. guys to really go after CTE for football players. He came out and said that Tua should retire. He should yeah. never play football again. He should never touch the field again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see what does happen with Tua, obviously, Health wise and stuff like that, and I mean head wise. I mean head injuries like that they're, they're dangerous, especially when he has two in the span of five days. He had it Sunday and then he had it Thursday. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's just a just a tough scene. Two two concussions within five days. One them he lost motor function had to be carted off. So just just a scary sight uh, for Tua for that one. I mean, that, yeah, that's about all I have on on that right now. Anything mm-hmm. else you want to add to that, i Nah, I'm
1: just same. Saying- what well, you summed it up really, just yeah, yeah. just two. It was just bad to see. I don't know. I don't know about two retiring. He probably should like take a couple games off though, just to make sure he's all right. But mm-hmm. he should really just like hey, take control. Um, uh, take like more control of himself and and the team can't
0: let that happen for real.
1: They yeah,
0: they really can't. And that brought a whole new question too about him sitting out because. I completely forgot this personally, but Teddy Bridgewater is the backup for the Dolphins. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So if you would have held Tua out for the Bengals game, you had Teddy Bridgewater still. Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad quarterback. Yeah, I mean maybe he's not the starting caliber you want, but like he's probably one of the best backups in the league as far as backup quarterbacks go. So it's it's interesting to see that maybe if it was like a coaching decision to put Tua back in this. Uh, this week for this game, or doctors had really cleared him or not, and stuff like that. So interesting to look at. Uh, the Bengals do end up winning that Thursday night game 27-15 to um, in their all-white uh, alternate uniforms, helmets included. Uh, those did look very, very nice out on the field, I will admit. Uh, one of the best uniforms. I mean, this was considered the best uniform matchup of the year, I think, a lot of people thought. With the Miami, Miami's always had one of the better jersey combinations. Uh, plus, the all white and black pinstripes for the Bengals uh, just yeah. looked really, really good. Yeah, it did look good. I liked it. It was a good game, but
1: hey, Bengals come out with the dub. Mm-hmm. What next game was Viking Saints uh, Sunday London morning game. London London game. I was watching mm-hmm. some of this game. It, it was a good game. Justin, it was Jefferson, not bad. It was not as it was bad not as I a bad thought game. It would be. Justin Jefferson looked like the right amount of like he got the ball and also like he was mad because Lattimore like Saints played good they played a good defense they did even and with a backup in yeah even with like backup QB in they had the backup Andy QB Dalton in. was in
0: yeah. um Kamara was out so it was Mark Ingram and Latavius Murray yeah uh, Latavius Murray now on the Colts the Denver, as of right now Denver no yeah he Broncos he in, he's Broncos. in Denver now. Um, um, but, yeah, it was a competitive game, 20-25 yeah. in favor of the Vikings, game-winning field goal, All right? No, tie-
1: game time field goal missed by Will Lutz. What was it? Right. It was a 61? It was
0: No, I think it was 51. I think it was 51.
1: I thought it was farther because Will Lutz, you know, uh, they probably have it on here, but it was some – yeah, something like I mean, that. he had hit one from that, about that far. He, he had hit a
0: long field goal earlier that game too, yeah. which which was tragic, in and of itself. And he double doinked it. It was a double doink at yeah. the end of the game to tie it. So, so off he had the two left, field up
1: that game. right, mm-hmm. and one was a sixty yarder
0: <laughs> that That's what I'm made. saying. He had. So I think it had, was. A,
1: that's why I thought it was like a sixty-one. Maybe like, it might have been then. Like little, and then it doinked it. That's why he doinked it. Double doinked hook.
0: Like he had it, he had it. If that doesn't hit the bottom crossbar, it goes through. Yeah, but it goes in. Hits the right upright and then the crossbar and bounces out. So right, unfortunate I'm, there for the Saints. I'm watching
1: Red Zone and um and the guy, oh, what's his name? But Scotty the Red Zone, yeah, the Red Zone. He was like, he's like, we got a double doink. I was like, I just thought about Westy. I was like, yeah, hey, that's Westy. Like Westy, double was, doink, this, the double doink. <laughs>
0: We saw the Bears. What was that? Was that when the Eagles went on to the Super Bowl? Was that Super Bowl year for the Eagles? Yeah. yeah. The, the, that Carlos Santos yeah, uh, double-doinked for the Bears and kept them out of the not out of the playoffs, but out of the first round of the playoffs, I think. Out of the – yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think so. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Yeah, Vikings get the win 28-25. Then we head into our noon slate, Seahawks-Lions. Who would have thought the Lions would be top of the league in yards per game and one of the best scoring teams in the league, and they're sitting at one and three. Crazy. One and three because they go against Seattle, and Geno Smith decides to get into his bag, and 48-45 win for the Seahawks. Geno Smith, seven incompletions on the day. 300 – over 300 yards, two touchdowns. Rashad Penny had over 150 yards, two touchdowns. Geno Smith had a rushing touchdown and 49 rushing yards. Like, I don't know what happens. People play the Lions and they go crazy, and the Lions go crazy as well. Like, I I just don't – I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, Jared Goff had four touchdowns and 370 yards. With, and only one interception. With the like,
1: starting wide receiver and running back out. Just mm-hmm. saying, like, mm-hmm. hey, the Lions are really that team. I took Jerry Goff out that morning. Literally and put in putting oh. Marcus Mariota, and I literally regret it, regret it so much.
0: No, I wouldn't be putting Mariota in at all. I would have kept yeah, Goff I'm in done. there.
1: Yeah, I was done. Yeah, he's, he's off the team for sure. But,
0: hey, yeah. I like the
1: Lions, though. I'm liking how the Lions look. Every game mm-hmm. they have a chance to win. So they hey, do. Lions fan, they're gritty, they're a gritty it's team. A, it's a great team. I think it's I think I'm looking up it's way better than when we ever looked. I'm not gonna They just gotta fix than.
0: the defense. If yeah. they can fix some defensive if stuff, if they can get some stops,
1: bro. If they get some stops going.
0: Like that offense is unbelievable. Yeah, like it. Next game, Jets Steelers, Jets pull out a win twenty four twenty. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. That's what we like to see. Steelers 1-3. and And the big news out of this game, Kenny Pickett came in at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. For the Steelers, the rookie had 13 attempts, just as many as Mitchell Trubisky. Only he goes 10 for 13. But those three incompletions, all interceptions. So 10 of 13, 120 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions for Kenny Pickett. Uh... Not a great start. But, but we've I, seen worse. But the thing is, I
1: think two of those interceptions were drop passes. So I'm saying uh Kenny okay. Pickett is not looking as bad as you got everyone thinks he probably does. But I think really? he looks he's he looks way better than Trubisky. Trubisky's I think is a little scared to throw the ball. Like Pickett, hey, he's giving his wide receivers a chance. He's throwing yeah. it up. Like, why would you not take it up when you're six five wide receiver and against I guess I guess it was like a five nine dB, so I was like, "Yeah, why not?" But mm-hmm. I guess you're—he's a rookie QB, but hey, give him a chance. Like they're—they got to make plays, man. They're not looking Speaking like
0: that. Speaking of chances, Kenny Pickett six rushes for 15 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. My man rushed for two touchdowns for a total of three yards. By the way, those touchdown runs in his first appearance. Just vultures Najee Harris and Jalen Warren at the goal line. Decides, oh, I'll take him myself.
1: For real,
0: I think it was he's one of the first quarterbacks uh, with two rushing touchdowns in their debut. Hmm. So, congrats to him, I guess. Congrats. But like one and two <laughs> yard line, I mean, it's hard not to get it in at that point. Yeah, but give it still. to
1: Najee. What are we doing? Yeah, but
0: Tennessee
1: we also saw the
0: re- yeah we saw the return of Zach Wilson on the other side of the ball. Had one touchdown, two interceptions, 252 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Mind you, they ran the wonderful uh, Philly special. God, yeah. I blanked on the name for a yeah. second. So now, in the city of New York, since coming to the city of New York, or the state of New York, Zach Wilson now has more touchdown receptions than Sterling Shepard. Mm. I'm just going to put that out there. or Kenny Gall? No. Is it Sterling? No. Kenny Galladay? It's one of the two of them. One Kenny, of the two of those Kenny, Giants.
1: I think it might be Kenny Galladay.
0: I'm just going to – yeah, it's just a roast Kenny on played, Giants receivers. I don't think
1: Kenny played a snap yet for the Giants. It's he a, has.
0: He what? he has. He's played. He's just dropping he, the ball. Just dropping. He's just dropping the ball. Yeah, so Zach Wilson, more touchdowns than uh, Kenny Galladay so far. But that's because the Giants barely pass the ball because they got Saquon. They've got Saquon. They don't need to pass the ball with Saquon. That's all I got to say on that, pretty much, until we get to that game. Is that the next game, maybe? Oh, my God, it's the next game. Is, yeah, is, Jets win 24-20. Saquon Barkley is back. We are so happy that that is the way it is because it's how it should be. It's how it should be. Yep. We should see Saquon like this all the time. And they were in the throwback uniforms. The throwback mm-hmm. uniforms, throwback helmets, these ones look really clean, too. I don't know. I almost like the Giants throwbacks more than the Bengals, but that's just me and as you know, Lavelle, I have no no swag, swag. no drip, nothing. No swag. Yeah, that's so maybe maybe they're I'm swag. wrong in that scenario, yeah. but I think Who they're else? pretty clean.
1: We don't listen to you in that scenario, but I, they they we, were pretty nice. Did you nice. see the yeah they were okay. pretty nice, yes. I like them. I liked them. the uniforms this year are getting stepped up and you're definitely stepped up i like I'm a lot. Yeah. But hey, Giants looking good just with hey, 3-1. Say
0: 3-1 New York Giants. That's crazy. Bears just look
1: lost out there, but hey, it's just how It, it is. is. Yeah.
0: It is surprising the Bears have two wins.
1: Yeah. It's it's just They, they shouldn't have beat the Niners. Niners. They played
0: the Niners. Yeah. And like the Niners
1: are just like all over the place. It's just like you don't know if they're going to be good that week or bad that week. And they barely Jimmy's beat the like. Texans. Literally. Yeah, and they
0: barely beat the Texans. Those are their two wins: beat Trey Lance in the Niners in a monsoon, and then barely beat the Texans. Barely squeaked by a win on the Texans. Yeah, so
1: yeah, it's really. So, yeah. Hey, it's it's weird. The Bears not that good. Giants looking
0: really nice. Hey, well, so Saquon we looks really nice. A4, Daniel Jones A4. went A4. eight for thirteen and seventy-one yards. So, but he did get hurt. He did get hurt, and then Tyrod came in. Then Ta- Tyrod got concussed. And Daniel Jones came back in after Saquon ran some wildcat. Uh, but Barkley, 146 yards on 31 carries. He is getting the workload. Daniel Jones, though, has two rushing touchdowns on, and 68 yards rushing. So, somehow, cor- running backs just keep getting vultured at the goal line by their quarterbacks, who will rush twice for touchdowns. I take that back. Daniel Joneses were not at the goal line. Mm-hmm. One of them might have been, but one of them was a nice run down the field. Like Daniel Jones was moving in this game. I'm not gonna lie, he he was he was moving a little bit on some of these touchdown runs. It, it was pretty cool. It was pretty good. So I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. But yeah, okay. I'll give him credit there. But but yeah, Giants win twenty to twelve. Yep. Next game. Titans Next game. versus the Colts. Mm, yeah, this one.
1: My boy Derrick Henry. Getting his touchdowns robbed, and I'm, I'm I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it.
0: No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, he got one touchdown, he should have had three. I think I, he should have had at least three. He should have had
1: three. all three. You think I think he should have had three, but it was a good game. Um, what Derrick Henry got? What I think one touchdown called back. Oh, it was good, but he ran for 20. This like looked like the Derrick Henry game for sure because like. Ryan Tannehill, 17 for 21, 137 yards, two touchdowns. Derrick Henry, 22 carries, 114 yards, one touchdown, an average of five yards per carry.
0: We just got to look out for when the Titans play the Jaguars because that's usually Derrick Henry's game. That's not till December, though. Yeah. That's crazy. That seems really long time. And they're in the same division. Yeah,
1: they're in the same division.
0: They play December 11th and January 8th. Mm, that's the end of the season. Oh, my God. They play the Titans. Oh, never mind. I, I messed that up. I messed that up. I was looking at the Titans. I thought, oh, my God. They're playing each other twice. I'm like, no, wait a minute. I'm looking at the Titans. Never mind. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's really close and crazy that they're both at the end of the year. Because those both those games could be played for the division title. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. Like for Jaguars them. have been kind of on fire yes. lately. So it's like, dude, they could they could do something and win this division. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with them. But again, that could come down to the last two game, last four games of the season, three games, excuse me, of the season. Um, it's gonna be close. Yeah, and again, Colts not using Jonathan Taylor much. Jonathan Taylor then also gets injured, is not gonna be playing this week. So backup looks to be Naheem Hines, who will be standing in for the Colts. Michael Pittman also was in this game. Mm -hmm. He had returned in this game, Um, so we'll still see him. And then we move on to Lavelle's team playing against the Texans. Chargers versus Texans. Lavelle, what do you want to say about this game?
1: (laughs) It was was just like a great showing all around from the team. Defense tackled great. O-line block, great. Justin Herbert delivered the ball. We caught the ball. Austin Eckler showed out like he was supposed to. Didn't score a touchdown in the first three games after having 20 touchdowns, maybe even more, I think, last season. But comes out this game, got two rushing touchdowns, one receiving. I liked it. We, We looked good. It was a time where they started to come back, so I started, like, my heart started to drop. It was looking like the old Chargers again, but, hey, we pulled it out at the end. Thing that that old Chargers couldn't do, pull it out, but we did. So, hey, great game, great game. I'm trying to look at the stats, but my computer's messing up, so that messing me up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Austin Eckler had, what, two touchdowns? His first two of the year, both rushing. Uh, did great for my fantasy team. Got me my first win, uh, thanks to him. Really appreciate that. Shout-out, Austin yeah. Eckler. Big bro. fan of fantasy football, he is. So you'll love to see that from him. But yeah, I mean, great win for the Chargers. Great win. I mean, win Texans, have me. Texans have been a good team. Texans have been a good team. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce broke some good runs against the Chargers. I will admit yes. that. And I picked Damian Pierce is up. looking like the guy. Yeah, he's looking like the guy up, they hyped bro. him up to be.
1: Right. Not literally. He's looking good. He had what I think a fifty-six yard or. Whatever? For a touchdown on Oh, yeah.
0: It was a long one. It was a good one. Down the sideline. I
1: I knew because the Chargers, we we will always have, like, not our best run defense. And they blocked Derwin James. And once you block Derwin James, you're probably going to take it to the house because no one else is going to make the tackle most of the time. Derwin is so good. It's crazy. It's crazy just thinking about it. Like, you block one guy, you're probably going to take it to the house. Yeah.
0: Cornerstone of the team. That's how it goes. All right, next battle of the mid-teams, Falcons versus Browns. Falcons squeak out the win, 23-20, to 20. and once again, Kyle Pitts is nowhere to be found. Mm. As one reception for 25 yards is Kyle Pitts on the day. Like, just... how are you not using this man more? Really? It's unbelievable. From a fantasy perspective, it's unbelievable. From a football perspective, it's unbelievable. Yes, you're winning games. I get, they've won two games. They're two and two. But the fact that you have a tight end built like a wide receiver and you're using him to block is infuriating. Because I remember watching the film of him at Florida. I remember you watching the film of him at Florida. Yes. And oh him last year with Matt Ryan. Like, he is clearly, he looks like a wide receiver. Last year, the problem he was he couldn't find the end zone. This year, the problem is he's not even getting used. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. I mean, it's like George Kittle, but at least George Kittle gets more than one reception usually.
1: No, nah, I take it back. He, usually like he usually gets like two or three. He's usually gets two or
0: three.
1: Like Kyle Shanahan needs to go do something, like put him on something and throw him the ball. Why are we not using George Kittle?
0: I'm just. Well, right, did you see yeah. my? Actually, I'll talk. I'll talk about this when you go to the 49ers game yeah. later, but. Corderell Patterson also gets injured in this game. Tyler Algeier will take over their duties. Um, But, 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 but Corderell Patterson is on IR, but he is slated to possibly return, so he has a chance to come back um, after four weeks. So he will miss four games minimum, uh, and then he can be reactivated off the IR. Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb. I mean, I think we can say that confidently. I believe he is the league leader in rushing yards, picks up 118 and a touchdown. I mean, he's probably the best pure runner in the NFL right now. I mean,
1: he's not much of
0: a receiving back whatsoever, but between the tackles, good Lord, this guy is crazy. I mean, he had two receptions for nine yards, so he's not not getting anything overly extravagant by any means. He's, Kareem uh, Hunt first, is really their big receiving back.
1: He's at the first, second down back, and then Kareem Hunt comes in there on third down. Like those first yeah. and two second downs, though, he be working, man. That man He can't is tackle a him one on one. That man is like, he's it. He's it. The Browns they stick to him. They are gonna find a QB, bro. Brissett is not bad too. Brissett is a good. No,
0: Brissett's been doing good. Twenty one to thirty five, yeah. two hundred thirty four yards, no touchdowns and an interception, but. I mean he's he's never been the star star, but to for no, with numbers like that, I mean that's that's good for not being ever being like the star guy, you know because it was what? It was him, Jimmy Garoppolo and Tom Brady on the Patriots at one point, and he was the number three guy. So yeah. he's had a long career learning from some of the best. I'm not talking about Jimmy Garoppolo there in any sense of the word by <laughs> yeah, any means but he's he's learned uh from some good quarterbacks. <laughs> So, I mean, he can, he can hold his own, especially with nice targets like David Njoku, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, uh, and Amari Cooper. Donovan Peoples-Jones gets involved there as well. So, he, he's got guys to work with. So, props to – a lot of props to these some of these quarterbacks stepping in um, when maybe they didn't think this season they would be helping much at all. to be stuck to a backup role. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, uh, not Marcus Marriott, Cooper Rush. Jimmy Garoppolo even, um, but props to them to be able to, like, stick in this. Joe Flacco uh, mm-hmm. to start the season for the Jets. Holy cow, was he good. Like, stuff like that, props to them, all those kind of quarterbacks uh, across the league. Um, we'll get to a couple more. Another one later, I know for sure. Um, we got to keep moving here. Cowboys Commanders, kind of a blowout, 25-10. to 10. Cooper Rush, 4-0. As a starting quarterback, hey. only Cowboys quarterback to start his career 4-0. So, huge for him. Uh, biggest news out of this one this week, uh, Brian Robinson is slated to return. He can play as early as Sunday. So, he could. we could see Brian Robinson coming in to get some touches uh, next week for the Commanders. So, keep an eye out for that. I mean, I wouldn't start him in fantasy by any means, no. but just know he, mm-hmm. he could see some touches.
1: Yeah, but hey, Commanders looking awful. Cowboys looking better with Cooper Rush than Dak. I'm Do we have saying,
0: controversy? I'm just
1: saying, Dak maybe not, might not be it. Like Cooper Rush, it's been two years now th- that I've seen Cooper Rush come in and actually like look better than Dak, and mm-hmm. the Cowboys actually look better. Like beat Cowboys, the Vikings, literally last beat year? the Vikings last year. This year comes in two games. And Cowboys look like a completely different team. Three. Now, now Three we're talking games. about Cowboys are Super goal, super Bowl contenders. Like, we were just talking about the Cowboys are done with the that guy. Hurt. After, like, after the that? first game, yeah. Yeah, after the first game. So what just happened? Like, I just know, hey, Cooper Rush might be that guy for real. Might be after looking to be. Look, look into it. Like, Dak, maybe not our guy no more.
0: Well, they're paying him too much for him not to be the guy. But other teams, though, they're going to be looking at Cooper Rush this off season for sure. Uh, Next game, a game a lot closer than a lot of people thought. Had some not-so-great weather, but Eagles get a win, 29-21, to over the Jaguars. And this is what I mean when the Jaguars are back. 21 points, and I want to look at their running backs right now. None of them had over 35 yards rushing. That's less Mm. than a roll of tooth floss, like floss. A roll of floss is like 41 yards. So neither running back... Had more than a roll of floss. Travis Etienne, 32. James Robinson, 29. No touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence, though, throws for two touchdowns, 174 yards, one interception. Jaguars have a pick six to start the game. They score 14 in the first. Eagles come back, score 20 in the second. And it stays like that until seven for the Jaguars and nine for the Eagles in the fourth. To get us that final score. So I mean a great job by the Jacksonville Jaguars hanging in there with the Eagles. So and Miles Sanders had himself a game for the Eagles. But I the Jaguars are the real deal. They may be sitting at two and two, but I think they're the real deal this year. I, I really
1: think I was I'm looking, i watching this game. Jaguars up 14 0. I'm like, they are literally gonna beat the Eagles. They Jalen Hurts looked lost out there, and it just looked like it was gonna be a Jaguars game against mm-hmm. like the, like they did against the Chargers. It's just the Eagles stepped it up. They do look like a 4 0 team. Like, um, yeah, but the, Jackson, the Only
0: 4 0 team left.
1: Yeah, they the Eagles actually look like the only 4 0 team. Everyone else has been looking like questionable. Most teams have yeah. been looking. Like, they don't look like they, how they were. Eagles the only. I mean, even the Chiefs
0: lost to the Colts. Even the
1: Chiefs. Like, that last game versus the Bucks, they put out. It's like outstanding. Outstanding. 41 points. But, yeah. like, they still didn't. It's still, like, that game they looked the best, but the close game they looked off. Still 2-2. Two two, yeah. 2 or 3-1. Should have
0: won, but, but got picked off to we, end it. So We know it, bro. We know it. It's,
1: it's just like, hey, it's going to be – it's a toss-up this year, for real. It, it, is. it
0: is. All right, we got to get moving. We're almost at 30 minutes here. We're not even through all our games. <laughs> Bills-Ravens, 23-20 in favor of the Bills. Just not great weather here either, but a good hard-fought game between those two teams. Cardinals Panthers, Cardinals get the win 26-16. Broncos Raiders, Raiders win 32 to 23. Packers over the Patriots in overtime 27 to 24. Shout out Bailey Zappi coming in to play for the Patriots at quarterback. The rookie mm-hmm. from Western Kentucky comes in and holds Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to go to overtime. Unbelievable job for great. him in his rookie it was great. debut. Uh, His stat line, 10 for 15, 99 yards, and a touchdown. So, Bailey Zappi did a great job commanding the team in that game. Big props to him. Chiefs-Bucks, we talked about it. Chiefs score 41, Bucks only 31, and it was not as close as that score makes it seem as the Bucks had to start coming back on the Chiefs, which they eventually cut it in close, but never quite enough Mike Evans two touchdowns on the night Clyde Edwards Alaire still looking like that guy Isaiah Pacheco is coming right up on him though as at running yes, back 92 Isaiah yards Pacheco. for Edwards Alaire 63 for Pacheco but Edwards Alaire gets the rushing touchdown and he also gets a receiving touchdown a little jump pass from Mahomes as he rolls out and is able to get that one so Edward Alaire getting really saved by touchdowns, but eventually we could see Pacheco take over for him. And finally, Monday night football. Rams over the 49ers. Just kidding. 49ers over the Rams, 24-9. Get pranked. 49ers win. Let's go. Debo's that guy. Jalen Ramsey is not him. Missed and whiffed a tackle on Debo on a touchdown run. That's all I got to say. That's leave it at that. Nick Bosa leading the NFL in sacks and QB pressures. Defensive player of the year, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But Matthew Stafford not looking like the guy. I'll talk about a little bit more of his stat line. But currently, uh, Jared Goff is looking like the better quarterback to Matthew Stafford. And Geno Smith is looking like the better quarterback to Russell Wilson. So looking kind of strange. Uh for a lot of these quarterbacks. And a lot of these teams, like we said, it's going everywhere in which way at this point. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Next week, we do have another London game, Packers-Giants, and it'll be the first time in 32 NFL games played in London that both teams enter the game with a winning record. Mm. You know, I like my weird stats, so I had to do that, (laughs) throw that one in there. And with the 49ers-Ram games, Bobby Wagner also laid the boom on a Pro, uh, streaker, a protester running across the field. Yeah, uh, that was... protester is now filing charges against Bobby Wagner. So, what? think what you want about that one, but yeah, he he's he's placing char- He's filing charges against Bobby Wagner. He's like, yeah, you
1: can't hit me. It's crazy. Like...
0: I'm trying to see the exact charges because I lost tweet i had pulled up my gosh it's a lot farther down than i thought in my feed i don't think i'm gonna be able to find it at this point but yeah is filing charges against bobby wagner um it just says files police reports so it doesn't look like uh brutal assault is what the police report is for guys File a police oh, report for brutal assault as Bobby Wagner laid the, the boom level. on him. Yeah, pretty right. much. You pretty chose much.
1: to go to a closed event where you can't be on the field and jump on the field, run on the field. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's your fault. You got boomstick, bro. Hey, yep. That happens, happens, man. It happens. it happens. Like you, if yeah. you didn't get boomstick by Bobby, you would have got boomstick by the security guard. So sorry. Yeah,
0: either way. <laughs> Um, But before that, I wanted to give your George Kittle shout-out. It was a tweet uh, from Josh Larky at JLarky Tweets, um, and it's basically the scene from Moneyball, and it says, Billy, this is George Kittle. He's an elite route runner, maybe the most dangerous tight end in NFL history after the catch, and he's a fiery competitor. His defect is he now plays left tackle. And you cannot find me any lie in that statement. Yeah. None. There's no lie there. I I retweeted it because I'm like, yeah, this is 100% true. He's literally playing as a tackle at this point without Trent Williams, and that's all they're using it for, and I hate it. It's almost as bad as Kyle Pitts. Almost. I don't know. Maybe. It's definitely up there, but it hurts. It really hurts to see that, but nah, it's actually what can you none. do? I'm not it's, Kyle Shanahan, so.
1: Like, there's no point in me, like, me drafting the guy. And mm-hmm. then I look on the um, free players, and literally all other tight ends suck. So I'm like, who do, who do I get, George? George, you're gonna have to make a decision, bro. Stop blocking. Yeah. You Hopefully gotta stop blocking good.
0: I'm sorry. He starts to get more involved as the weeks go on.
1: You gotta stop blocking good.
0: All right, let's get into some college football quickly. Uh, number four, Michigan defeats Iowa, twenty-seven fourteen. But Iowa fans are still happy with that performance. Want to know why, mm. Lavelle? Why? We threw the ball 31 times. We completed it 21 times for 246 yards and a touchdown.
1: Clap it up, clap it up,
0: clap it up. That's huge, 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 huge claps. Where is it at? There it is. There we go. That's what we like to see as Iowa fans. We've been waiting on it. We finally get it. We see a passing offense. Even though Spencer Petras had four carries for negative 31 yards, we are not focusing on that. We are focusing <laughs> on the passing game. positive. We're focused on the box. positive. positive. Hey, like I'm not going to say that both touchdowns we had came in the fourth quarter either, but they did. Mm. No either right. way, no, no, 246 no, 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 no. passing yards. This is, this is we'll not take a positive. It. This is not a positive. It is a positive. 246 <laughs> passing yards is a positive. At this point, it does not take much to please Iowa fans. I mean – so the number four-ranked team, we were down. We lost by 13, scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. We'll take the garbage time, mm-hmm. and we went 21 for 31. We'll take it. We'll take it. We will take it. We will take it. We'll take it. But Iowa State at Kansas, number 19-ranked Kansas, beats Iowa State 14-11. to 11. Mm. Arkansas looked like they were going to get a comeback on number one Alabama. Nope. No get held off 49 to 26. They were down 28, zero come back 28, 26. And Alabama says, Oh, sorry. Were we still playing? Yeah. Let us, let us kick it up a notch and nope. hold them to zero after that. And off they go in the fourth uh, quarter, 21 mm. points for Alabama five and Oh, and it wasn't even Bryce young. Bryce young got hurt early in that game. That's right before the 26 point comeback started. And then Jalen Moreau came in at quarterback for him. they didn't have to throw the ball much at all. Just barely over 20 attempts. Because Jameer Gibbs, 18 carries, 206 yards, two touchdowns. Jalen Moreau carried the ball for six times for 91 yards and a touchdown. Bryce Young had a rushing touchdown. Jason McClellan had a rushing touchdown. Like these guys were good to go. Jamar Gibbs had a 20 yards receiving. So, they they really did not need the passing game much at all in this one. Not at all. So, yeah, a huge don't. win for Bama to remain number one. Number three, Ohio State. Big win over Rutgers, 49-10. to 10. LSU defeats Auburn, 21-17. Georgia almost loses to Missouri oh, in gross. Missouri, 26-22. to 22. Oh, they really should have lost that game. They, they should have close. lost that they game. Close, right? They should have lost that game. I was like, my oh my goodness. gosh, they're playing crazy. And I'm just seeing
1: updates because I'm watching, Um, I think I was watching Um, the NC State Clemson game. And oh, I keep gotcha. seeing updates. And I'm like, Georgia, oh, they scored again. Gosh. Oh, they scored again. They're coming back. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. They yeah. could
0: not do anything in the red zone as we were watching. It was unbelievable. That was a great game. That was a great game. Alright, any games you wanna shout out here quick, Lavelle? Um USC went over
1: Arizona State, forty two twenty-five. Clemson nice. big win over NC State 30-20. It was a good game, good game. I watched that game. Watched both of those games. So mm-hmm. I gotta say those ones. Those ones? Uh mm-hmm. those the only ones I see. Mississippi over Kentucky. I wish I watched that. Then mm-hmm. UCLA over Washington, those are the only good games I feel like, but hey, it's heating up, though. We're heating up. We're going to see a lot of new teams in the playoffs this year, I think. Or
0: fighting for well, the playoffs. It's, it's still four. It's still four teams, unfortunately. But Hey, we got
1: USC up happens. there now.
0: We got USC up there. That's true. That's team, true. team. Hey, hey.
1: We're just in, like, what, week five? We're about to get in the conference games. We got to see. We gonna see who who
0: are stroke, maybe. We are going to see Georgia right. Georgia didn't look that
1: good. So, hey. Mm-hmm. Have, have
0: a chance. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's are move on to wonderful – Oh BV, yeah, uh, BV, tough loss to University of Dubuque. Was up eighteen sixteen to start the second half, and unfortunately, falls apart on both ends of the ball. Uh, end up losing that one. Oh God, I'm gonna forget the exact score on this one. It wasn't pretty. I can tell you that much. Um, let me find it. I'm pulling it up. 46 to 16, scored 27 in the third quarter for University of Dubuque. Again, the 16 for BV comes in the first quarter, unable to score again in that one. Now it takes on Loris College in Dubuque this weekend. So there's the BVU outlook before we get into our fantasy spot. And, of course, we have the perfect lineup from NFL Fantasy Football. This one could have faced this lineup and had 240.8 points scored on him. That'd be really unfortunate to see. That'd be bad. At QB1, Jared Goff of the Lions, 33.2. RB1, Lavelle's own Austin Eckler with 34.9. At RB2, Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders, 34.5. Wide receiver one, Jay Jetta of the Vikings, 31 even. Wide receiver two, 30.3. Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tight end one, 39.9 points. TJ Hawkinson, Detroit Lions. Man, I feel like someone made that prediction correctly in their f- <laughs> fantasy column last week. Kind of crazy. Kicker Greg Joseph of the Vikings, 16 points. And yours truly's defense of the 49ers, 21 points. And then we have the wonderful Imperfect lineup. This one comes in at under 10 points total. Marcus Mariota at quarterback, 3.9. Melvin Gordon of the Broncos, negative 1.2. Running back two, Cam Akers of the Rams, 1.3. Wide receiver one, Amari Cooper of the Browns, 1.9. Wide receiver two with 2.3 points, Gabe Davis of the Buffalo Bills, that one hurt in my home league. I'm now 0-4 in that league. Tight end, one with zero points. Dalton Schultz. Mm. Kicker Patterson for the Jaguars with three points. And finally, the Rams defense with one point. Just awful. Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate mm-hmm. for the imperfect team. Um, Surprise Mark Andrews almost didn't make it on there because he was very disappointing this weekend as well for fantasy, but... I mean, it happens. I currently now sit the only team that is not split like, oh, I have at least one win, at least one loss, is now my home league where I'm 4-0. and mm. Well, I take that back. I started a new league that I'm 0-2 in because we've played two weeks. So that one's not great either. That's a dynasty league, though. So not fantastic by any means. I think we've got one and three in both leagues. There you go.
1: I, I don't great, know how I, I don't know how I was zero and three in our league in our league on Yahoo League I literally have a good team I don't know how I'm zero three but we're Dude, looking up that's now every, I think we're that's looking every up now.
0: league I have I feel like but,
1: hey but hey just last week we beat Mason this week in my other home fantasy I lost but we go. picked up some players man I got Moser I got Goff. okay like, okay hey hey okay. we're looking up I got Nick Folk like come on man. okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I can't I lose see no more, man. I can't lose. Can't. I got to pick up. You see my waiver wires, though? You see my waiver wires,
0: though? I see your waiver wires. That's
1: what we like to see. Dang, like to see. I'm going to go crazy in the waivers, bro. You know I'm going to be
0: on now. Good man. Every Good day. man. <laughs> All right. Should we get into my picks for this week? Yes, where I can get I my waiver kill. wires picks from. Right <laughs> None of these are waiver right wire picks on my projections. What are you talking about? These are trade targets most of the time. <laughs> All right. For the guy to overperform this week, we already talked about him. Running back James Robinson, after he came back from an ACL injury and was projected to be the backup, he's been killing it uh, through four weeks. Obviously, last week was not great. Tough matchup, bad weather, stout Eagles defense. Only had 29 yards, but every other three games, he did fantastic in. And now he goes up a Texans defense, who have given up the most points to fantasy running backs and over Mm -hmm. 500 rushing yards and five touchdowns through four weeks. That's a lot of rushing yards, if you didn't know about it. It's a lot. 500 500 through four games, that's kind of a lot. It's more than 100
1: games.
0: And Robinson, before coming into that game against the Eagles, had a streak of 60-plus rushing yards and a touchdown per game. So he had three touchdowns and three games straight of 60-plus yards. Mm. Like That's a great streak to have if you're a running back. And if going against this Texans defense, he's looking to get back on that track and probably more. So James yep. Robinson, the guy to overperform for me this week. One of my guys to overperform at running back. So you ready for the guy who is going to underperform this week? Yes, tell me so I could drop him. All right. Yeah. This one's gonna be a good a lot of people are like, you either stash him on your bench because you don't trust him, or you drop him completely and just try to find somebody new. And this guy is quarterback Matthew Stafford. Ooh. He's had a tough games against the two, top two defenses in the league of the Buffalo Bills and the San Francisco 49ers. Unbiased, by the way. And now he faces the third best defense in the Dallas Cowboys. He's giving up an average of 15 points to the position. That's the Cowboys. They've only given up an average of 15 points to quarterbacks and only one touchdown allowed in the past two weeks. Could be a long day for Matt Stafford. Against the Bills and the Niners, Stafford has taken a combined 14 sacks, two fumbles, thrown for only one touchdown, and has thrown for four interceptions. That's not great going against a team that are getting QB pressures on 32% of their snaps. That's second best in the league. 15 sacks, has only allowed 171 passing yards per game. I mean, that's, that's pretty good for a defense right there. And so, mm-hmm. while they say everything is bigger in Texas, this game is being played in L.A., so Stafford could have one of the smallest fantasy performances of the season. Oh, my... okay.
1: I like that. You like that. I like that. I like that. Unfortunately,
0: Matthew Stafford's on one of my teams, so.
1: Aww. Good
0: times. Sucks. Good, times. <laughs> no, Good <laughs> times. We are thriving, folks. We are doing <laughs> great. So um, fantastic. inside. Yep, you can get those and more. We've got a pick for every position, minus kickers and defense, for overperformance and underperformance over on bvtack.com on Austin's Fantasy Train. That's my wonderful column that comes out every week. And obviously, I will be posting some videos on Stafford and Robinson, just kind of reiterating for those that don't get to read the article, over on my Twitter you can find that at a west421 if you want to check those videos out as well. But with that, that's that's what I got for fantasy mm-hmm. tonight. Here, Lavelle, anything you want to bring up for fantasy that you feel is important for our listeners? Do you think? Um, uh, um, don't start Kittle, then that's it, really.
1: Hey, Kittle's just Are making you, me mad. We're good.
0: Do we start Kyle <laughs> Pitts or no? Give us, give us the truth, Kyle Pitts.
1: Uh, Kyle Pitts, no. I think don't start, start him. If, you, if he's your only tight
0: end, hey, good luck. Good luck. All right, you heard it here first, folks. Mm-hmm. Lavelle Harris says, don't start George Kittle or Kyle Pitts this week. So if they do really good, you know who to blame. You know and who with blame that, I think we'll <laughs> end it here. This has been Football Unfocused. As always, we hope you have a great rest of your week.